All right. Well, hello and welcome to Coffee with Alan um, here on the uh, 27th of March. And uh, just wanted to remind everyone, what, you know, what we're what we're doing and why we're doing it. So we're just wanting to uh, wanting to uh, be relational. One of our, our values here at Shift is relational intentionality. And so uh, one of the ways that you can actually uh, participate in, in this. Uh, oh, I just realized I need to put the invitation on there. <laughs> Um, so what you can do is click the link uh, that's going to be here in the description, um, and you can actually join in right now live. Uh, so we're, we're actually, if you look at the live video, you'll see Zoom uh, there embedded in it. Um, and uh, so one of the, the ways that you can participate is actually click this link as soon as I get it in there. I, I guess I didn't uh, put it in there. Um, so go ahead and uh, actually I'll, I'll put it in the comment section. Go ahead and. Uh, Let's go over here. <laughs> um, so we want to we want to connect relationally. We want to you know take this time as we're um, social distancing uh, to be able to um, still have relationship and connections. And so wanting us to to go ahead and here here's the link here for you. Um, so what you can do is click that link and join me right join me live. It's it's pretty it's easy. Uh, you, you know some people have you can get download an app on your phone. Uh, you can also, uh, I think, I believe you can do it in just in your uh, your browser there, and uh, <coughs> or you can just you know it, it should just uh, I think it's pretty easy just to uh, to join, uh, click that live and actually be able to talk and you know let's talk about we can talk about the situation what's going on, um, we can talk about um, uh, you know how how everything is going how you're dealing with uh, all this craziness and asking questions and uh, we want what we want to do is to to make sure that we're helping to to care for one another uh, in in really meaningful ways uh, in ways that we can have conversations and talk about certain issues or, or thoughts um, so you know one of the <laughs> so university burger so I think I think they're probably gonna be open uh, for for drop-in and dine-in so there's an advertising for you <laughs> but uh, uh, drop in and support you know all these local businesses as much as you can I know the governor even uh, did a uh, uh, as of yesterday or uh, yeah, I think yesterday announced that starting Saturday is going to be a, uh, a stay home like stay in place um, thing um, so uh, but it's still like essential things are going to be open and everything so um, I th you know I think one of the the, the biggest things uh, for, for me in all of this is not forgetting uh, that this is a crisis of course but not forgetting that the Lord is, is, is Lord of all. You know, our God is more powerful uh, than, any, than any virus, than any fear, than any anxiety. And it seems so simple and such. A lot of the things that are the most powerful and impactful are the most simple, right? So how do we deal with this, all this craziness? I mean, not so much even the, the COVID and, and the fear uh, around uh, you know, around, you know, contracting COVID or, you know, our friends and family, but everything else, I mean, social distancing, like that's, that's hard for me. That's the hardest part is, is the social distancing that's, you know, there. And actually, so you look at my, on my Facebook, my personal Facebook, uh, my, my friend Noel, um, posted, you know, posted a, a video to my timeline that was, 
you know, Chris Barley going crazy in a crowd and just like, you know, high-fiving everyone and like hugging everyone. And it's like, you know, passers when the, the, when the quarantine is lifted. And I'm like, that's exactly who, how I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm such a people person, such an extrovert and so relationally driven uh, in everything that I do in my own life that it's like, it's so, that's the hardest part for me is the social, you know, the social aspect, like the social isolation, the social distancing, right? Um, and maybe that's that's it for you. Maybe that's the hard part, you know, that's going on for you, is is the, the social isolation, the social distancing, the feeling like we're you know even isolated more more than ever. Um, and so maybe you know, maybe that's the hardest part, you know, for you, or the fear of like you know stores being out of stuff, and um, you know, and you know, farms are still going to be there. Chickens are still making eggs. Cows are still making milk distribution lines are still going so you don't have to freak out and panic by everything you know and, and I think that's the one of the biggest things that's that's really man just just such a I mean COVID yeah I don't know like for, for me there, there's, there doesn't seem to be too much of a fear of getting COVID because uh, even if I did it, it, you know it seems like it's affecting my generation a lot more simply and a lot less but of course my, my biggest fear is, is you know is, is passing it to someone else uh, so being intentional to not, you know, to not pass it to others that I care about. Um, and so maybe, you know, figuring out like, what is, what are the fears and maybe anxieties in your life? Like in, in your, your sphere, how are you dealing with all of this? Like, what is it, what is your experience right now uh, with all of this coronavirus stuff and the panic buying and I mean, just the whole situation, like, how are you dealing with all of this? I'm trying. I'm trying to find a, a post here um, from my friend David, David Fairchild. Um, he so he put, he posted a couple of things. So it's interesting to see how different pastors have have dealt with um, this kind of thing over the years. Um, and it's so funny because like they uh, they they post or they post they post they didn't have posting back then, right? <laughs> There's um, there it is. Uh, so talking about um, how these different pastors have approached different, you know, very similar situations like this, um, like the what is it the Spanish, the Spanish flu, uh, this pastor uh, in D.C. Francis Grimke um, said another thing that it was impressed on me in connection with this epidemic is the fact that conditions may arise in a community which justified the extraordinary exercise of powers that would not be tolerated under ordinary circumstances. He's talking about taking away civil liberties because I know a lot of people, especially when it, when it came to saying, hey, churches, you can't meet, like, whoa, whoa, whoa freedom of, of religion, man. You know, like a lot of these freedoms that are being taken away specifically during this thing. So he's responding to the same fear back in the 1800s. I'm sorry, the, the 1900s, 20, early 20th century. Uh, this extraordinary exercise of power was resorted to by the civil commissioners in closing up the theater, schools, churches, and forbidding all gatherings of any considerable number of people indoors and outdoors, and in restricting the numbers who should be present even at funerals. The ground of the exercise of this extraordinary power was found in the imperative duty of the officials to safeguard as far as possible the health of the community by preventing the spread of the disease from which we are we were suffering. Sound familiar? This has been considerable, there has been considerable grumbling, I know, on the part of some particularly 
in regard to the closing of the churches. It seems to me, however, in a manner like this, it is always wise to submit to such restrictions for the time being. If, as a matter of fact, it was dangerous to meet in theaters and in school in the schools, it certainly was no less dangerous to meet in churches. The fact that the churches were places of religious gathering and the others not would not affect the least, in the least, the health question involved. If avoiding crowds lessens the danger of being infected, it was wise to take the precaution and not needlessly run in danger and expect God to protect us. And so, anxious as I have been to resume work, I have waited patiently until the order was lifted. I started to worry at first as it seemed to upset all of our plans for, all, for the fall work, but I soon recovered my composure. I said to myself, why worry? God knows what he is doing. His work isn't suffer, going to suffer. It would rather be a help to it in, in the end. Out of it, I believe great good is coming. All the churches, as well as the community at large, are going to be stronger and better for this season of distress, though we have been passing, through, through which we have been passing. Um, and then even later down, so there, so Martin Luther, um, even, even worse, even before that, was responding to the Black Plague. As you know, this, the Black Plague killed, you know, tens, hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people. I, can't, I don't know what the, the full statistic on it is. But Martin Luther also responded in like, I will ask God mercifully to protect us. Then I will fumigate, I will fumigate, help purify the earth, administer the medicine, and take it. I will avoid places and people where my presence is not necessary to contaminate me and therefore inflict and contaminate others and thus cause their death as a result of my negligence. If God wanted to take me, he will surely find me and I will have done what I expect what I expected of me. So I am not responsible for my own death nor for the death of others. However, if my neighbor needs me, I will not avoid the place or person. I will go freely as indicated above. See, this is such a God-fearing faith because it is not cheeky or reckless and does not tempt God. The thing that I kept thinking about was, what was the temptation of Satan? The temptation was, of Satan was, go and do something stupid and reckless, like throw yourself off of the temple. You know, go and do something dumb that you nor normally would never do um, so, so that you can prove that God is great, that God will deliver, the, deliver you, that God will heal you. Versus taking the severity of the circumstance, um, because there's a lot of people out there that are like, "Ah, oh, just freely meet. Where our God can protect us. Our God can can come to God, can can protect us from this virus or heal us from it really quickly." But my thought is like, okay, that's reckless. Now, for instance, now if you have a neighbor or a family member or someone that's in dire need of supplies and and you know someone that's elderly can't you know doesn't want to expose themselves you know needlessly or is afraid of contracting it, or is already sick, going and, take care of, going and taking care of them. Like Martin Luther said, like someone with the Black Plague needs them, I'm there. I know that God can protect me in that circumstance. You know, I preached on Sunday about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, in the, you know, being threatened, you know, <laughs> to either worship the, the idol or be thrown into the furnace. Now that is a, a separate situation altogether. It seems like whenever God shows his miraculous deliverance, it is intentional on purpose in a specific case it's not just a general act, act recklessly and and pray that you know and believe that god can protect you from your dumb your stupidity you know that's not what we're talking about here 
our, our talk is, is whenever we act in specific acts of love and compassion, we know that God can deliver us and protect us from, from, from sickness and protect the others around us um, from sickness as well. Um, and so I just I wanted to encourage us with, with those words of, you know, like worship God, pray, and then go wash your hands and stop touching your face. Even though I've realized I'm, I, I touch my face so often, you know, after now that I'm on these you know, Zoom calls, I'm realizing and noticing how often I touch my face, uh, which, is, which is kind of funny. I was on a, a couple of them yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh, I keep touching my face. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I think that's kind of how, how I'm dealing with it is you know, how, how am I dealing with this, all this coronavirus stuff is I'm trying to be a lot more relational like this, trying to do these videos that we can relate. And so, man, I would encourage you, please you know, click that link in the comment section, jump onto a Zoom call with me so we can talk and interact. If you need help installing it, shoot me a, you know, shoot me a message through through the Facebook group or, you know, throw a comment on there, you know, I would really encourage you, please, please come and interact. You know, we all need um, connection. Um, and that's why I hate this, the, the phrase social distancing, because it's not social distancing, it's physical distancing. You know, there's no, you know, we, we cannot feel like during this time we have to social distance. There's no such thing as social distancing that is healthy for us. We need physical distancing. Yes. Um, and so, you know, Act, act accordingly to to the laws of the land. You know, you know, respect the the stay the stay at home order. Um, but one of the things that I noticed about that stay home at home order that really encouraged me is that one of the essential activities, essential things that that the governor is still encouraging is outdoor activity. Go away somewhere. Like go and hey guys, guys, if you got a, a hunting ground, man, take your family out to your favorite hunting ground because you know that no one's going to be there. You know, you're climbing up the side of a mountain, right? Or you know, up this canyon, or on top of the hill hillside somewhere. You know, take go go somewhere that is away from people. Be responsible. I mean, we're all living in the same households, you know, together with our families. Um, and you know, and so take this as a, as an opportunity to spend time with your family intentionally, growing them. How can you maybe take this as an opportunity to to disciple them um, and teach them outdoors? You know. Take some stuff for a campfire, you know, go out in the national forest and, and, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, like go and find somewhere that doesn't have a trail. You know, maybe tell someone, tell, tell someone, of course, where you're going, be responsible, you know, and, and practice, leave no, tra you know, leave no trace practices, you know, but just like go out and enjoy it. You take a camping chair or two and just go out. You don't have to be far, you know, just go for a walk out in the middle of the woods with, the, with a chair and of course your bear spray, you know, <laughs> um, but take this as an opportunity to, be responsible, um, respect the governor, the governor's orders, um, you know, and this is, you know, specifically here in Montana, right? Um, now you guys watching from other places, you know, might be, you know, need a little bit different, different, you know, plan, but at least here in Montana, you know, basically just going to, in, you know, out in public to go shopping and stuff in emergency situations, but believing that God can protect us when we, as we need to serve people and take up opportunity. If you know people or put yourself out there, say, hey, if you need me, hey, if you need us, please contact us. Please call us. You know, a lot of places have a Facebook uh, group that's, you know, helping people to uh, to connect to people that, that have needs, like people who have needs can post on these things and say, hey, I'm 75, year old, 75 years old and I really don't want to go out shopping, but I really need milk. You know, I really need eggs. I really need whatever it is. Uh, I really need, really need toilet paper. Um, you can go hunting. 
right? Go, go try to go hunting and find some somewhere. Uh, or hey, buy them, buy them a bidet and install it for them. Uh, <laughs> so, but I think during, during all of this, I think the number one thing that can encourage all of us is, is really, I mean, in, in essence, remember your training. You know, we as believers, as, as people in the church, we believe that we have a God who is stronger and more powerful than, than any virus, than any disease. God is not surprised by this. This is not going to hinder what God wants to do in the world, you know, because uh, we don't, again, here's, I'm going to be very clear. We don't believe that God did this. Don't believe that this is like a, a holy cleansing of the sinners out there in the world. You know, like this, this, like a lot of people, you know, religious folks might, might pose. That's dumb. Um, and it's not biblical. Um, I see, I think we see what we're seeing right now is just simply just a worldwide, a worldwide virus that God is still present here with us. He is not surprised by it. Um, he's there with us. And he, here's the one, one of the most amazing things that God sees the future. God sees life on the other side of this. God sees your future on the other side of this. And so you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be anxious. Um, you know, because if you're a believer and here's, even if you die, Paul even said, for me to live is Christ and to die is, oh, fearful and afraid. Oh my gosh, I might die. No, to die is gain. Because what do we get when, when we die? Heaven, Christ, Jesus. No, we don't ask for dying. We don't want to wish for dying. We don't wait, you know, wish for people to die. Uh, we don't hope to die. You know, it's not this like, you know, you know, masochistic kind of desire for death it, it, but it is this that it, it calms the fear of the worst case scenario right um say my, my my family someone in my family dies someone perishes my my parents die and so you know i i, I know where they're going to be i know where they're at it would stink it would be terrible um it would be you know, of course morning it's death no no matter what you know loved ones are going to die um, but that's, you know, as, as National Treasure 2 says, right, you know, the debt, you know, the debt that all men pay is death. Uh, so taking this, this circumstance to its worst case scenario for you as an individual, that you get sick, or you, or you worst case, you die. Um, if you believe in Jesus Christ, even though you die, you will live. You must believe, and so, man, if you're if you're watching this 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 coffee with Alan, if you're watching this this cast, man, I want to encourage you: get your life connected to Christ. Believe in Jesus. Believe that He is there. That He loves you. That He died on the cross for you, so that He can spend eternity with you. Right? That is the what's in it for me. What's in it for me to believe in Jesus? What is it? What is in it for my life to to put my faith in in Christ? It's not some like legalistic rules and regulations of what you can and cannot do and how much you can enjoy this life. As we say, John and John 10, 10 here at Shift Church, we say, God wants life for us, abundant life, great life, a joyous life, a fulfilling life, you know, not a boring life. You know, we don't believe that God, you know, created this life to be boring, you know. Um, uh, but... Uh, we believe that God desired for your life, our life, to be exciting, to be enjoyable, to be to be meaningful, to be to flourish. You know that word shalom that we often talk, hear about in, in the Hebrew language. That word shalom means flourishing. Life as God meant it to be. God, life as God created it to be. He wants that for you, 
And the, the best way that you can have that life abundant, the only way, I would say the only way that you can have that life abundant is to believe in Jesus, to place all of your faith in Jesus Christ. And that way, you know, not only that you have life after death, that even though, even if coronavirus or you get hit by a car tomorrow, you know, on your way to the grocery store to buy, you know, buy that last pack of toilet paper, you are going to be with Jesus. You're going to be in his presence. You're going to be living life eternal with him. Even though you die, you will live, as it says in the Bible. And not only that, but that you'll have abundant, flourishing, amazing, exciting fun and glad life while you're here on this earth. Even though you might suffer from trials and tribulations, as I said in the Bible, you know, you'll have, in this life, you'll have trials. In this life, you will have tribulations and troubles. But take heart. I have overcome the world. So if you are in Christ, he is your conqueror. He is your victory over these trials, over these struggles, over these fears. Over these crises and, and viruses and diseases and fears and social distancing and all sorts of stuff, man, I encourage you, you know, this is the gospel that we believe in the church. It's not a gospel of laws and rules and regulations of do's and don'ts. It is a, it is a, is a, is a gospel. It is a message of hope. It is a message of life. It is a message of joy. And man, if you want to know more about that, please, please, feel, please message me. Please comment. Please get a hold of us somehow. Find out what this truth, you know, what this could mean for you and how you could take this situation and not just endure it and get through it, but how you can actually use this situation to thrive on the other side of it. You know, hashtag when it's all over, right? When this is over, fill in the blank. What do you want your life to be like? What do you want to see life like? Please. Please call me, contact us, call, you know, message me through, through this thing. And also, if you're watching this and you are a believer, your brother or sister in Jesus Christ, man, take this message as an opportunity to say, this is the gospel and this is the excitement of it for me to share with others around me. As people are freaking out in our world, people are afraid, people are anxious, people are having panic attacks. Uh, man, I think there's going to be people, you know, are, there's going to be so much destitution and, and depression Man, I can't even imagine the negative connotations that are going to be take part in this. I mean, people who are already who are already lonely and isolated, I get to be even more so now. And I just, I, my heart breaks right now for for people who are watching this who are already feeling isolated, and it's going to just exacerbate that. Man, I tell you what, please contact me. You know, please um, get get in contact with us. Yeah, and as Victoria said. You know, Psalm, Psalm chapter 91 is a great way to see hope in Christ. And where is our firm foundation? Where is our hope? Where is our, where's our, our, uh, our stronghold, our, our place of protection, our place of deliverance, our place of freedom and protection? Uh, man, it is in Christ. It is in God. And it is in the Lord. And uh, so I encourage you, pick up, pick up your Bible, you know, read, read Psalm chapter 91. Um, read, you know, pick up your Bible, read John chapter 10. You know, find out about your good shepherd, like I talk, we talked about yesterday. Um, and please call me, call, contact us, you know, message us. And let's, let's, we can have a Zoom meeting like, like this, or, you know, um, you know, go, go out on a trail and, and keep six feet, six feet away, right? You know, have our social distancing, even though we're, we're you're trying to help encourage each other. So find, find ways in all of this craziness to encourage each other, to socially connect, but be socially distanced right you know, be be wise don't be don't be dumb um 
but be wise, but be intentional because, man, I tell you what, I think the, one of the, the greater, greater uh, threats during this, all of this is not coronavirus. It is the fear of social isolation and destitution, depression, anxiety, panic, um, the, the effects of, of all of this that are having on each of us. And so be wise, be smart, follow our governors, you know, our, you know your, 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 your health officials' um, wisdom. Um, and within that wisdom and within that, take every opportunity as much as possible to connect to other people, you know, through technology like this, you know, through phone call, take, grab your phone, call someone, FaceTime someone, Skype someone. Uh, if you have a flip phone, you can still call someone. You know, if you have a home number, you can still call someone. Call and talk to people. Be socially connected while while physically distancing. Uh, that's what I would I would say. So, man, I pray I pray for you guys, and uh, man, I pray for for us to be uh, to be confident to um, to be intentional and to to sh- to share life one in with one another in meaningful ways, in new and, and creative ways. This is a great opportunity to be. Um, a, a great way to be a great time to maybe figure out vision for your life on the other side of this. So we'll go and watch my videos from last week to hear all, all about that. And I can talk more about that with you. Love to discuss it with you. Uh, if you want to find a vision for your life, a goal, goal, you know, have a goal setting strategy for your life uh, to where you not only use this to endure, you know, endure the situation, but you actually use the situation to thrive in your life. Man, I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to have a Zoom call with you. So let me know, uh, and uh, we can talk about that um, soon. So, God, I just thank you so much for this time together. I thank you for technology that we can do this, this kind of thing, and, and have these conversations. Uh, Lord, I pray, uh, Lord, for for wisdom, for us to know when to how to how to socially engage uh, in this, in all of this craziness and all of this this crisis with with coronavirus. But Lord, I pray that you would help us to, to find our, our, our solid ground, our solid footing, Lord Jesus, uh, in you and in our ability to still uh, socially engage while being physically distanced. Um, Lord, I, just, I pray, God, that you would help us to be intentional with this time. Lord, that, to be intentional with our lives more than ever right now, God, uh, with our time, with our technology, with our, where we go and what we do. And God, that I pray that we would be wise and not, um, as Jesus responded to, to Satan and said, uh, you shall not put the Lord God to, to the test. So Lord, I pray that we would not put you to the test, but that we would still trust you in times that you were calling us to act in intentional acts of love and compassion and not be afraid, Lord Jesus. Uh, God, I pray over the hearts and, and minds of those who are watching right now, God, and just pray a peace and comfort over them, God, that they would see see you uh, in, in a new a new light during all of this, a new intentionality, a new purpose for their life. Uh, God, an exciting life of health and flourishing on the other side of this this coronavirus uh, time in our, in our world's history. And Lord, I just, uh, I, I pray that you would help us to engage with you, Lord Jesus. Lord, to come to faith in Jesus, if, if we are not yet, if the person watching right now is not a believer, God, that they would submit their life to you, Jesus Christ, to see the hope and the joy that you desire for them, Lord. So you know, your, your vision is not to live a boring life. Your, your, your vision for their life is to live an abundant life, God. And 
God, a life that is satisfying, a life that is glorifying to you and brings joy to us, God. And Lord, we pray uh, for those believers to be strengthened through, uh, through this time, through this coffee with me, coffee with Alan, God, this coffee time with me. God, that the words that I speak would be encouraging and helpful, uh, that they would be inspiring, Lord Jesus, for us to live the lives that you have called us to live, to glorify you and walk in joy. For it's in your name we pray, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Uh, and again, I, the invitation is there. If you, you know, I'd love to talk to you over Skype or, or, uh, or Zoom, FaceTime, whatever it is. You know, figure out a way to, to take this season make it, you know, and use it to, to ignite your, your life uh, instead of just trying to get through it. Uh, use this situation to propel you forward into a better, new and better future. So give me a call. Love to, uh, to connect with you. Shoot me a message. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.